What happens when people fill out the contact form on your website? Do they get an automated email or a text message letting them know what's happening? Do you have a cool thank you page with a video or do they get something lame like thanks for submitting the form or nothing at all? Find out why this is such an important thing to dial in ahead of spring so you close more sales in this interview on the Landscaper's Guide. Hey everyone, welcome to the Landscaper's Guide podcast, where we share sales, marketing, and leadership inspiration for the snow and landscape industry. My name is Jack Jostis, and in this interview, I talk with our senior landscape marketing strategist, Robert Felton, about things that you must have on your website, including the all-important contact form and thank you page. A lot of people are missing this, and several other things that, if you have this fixed, would help you generate more sales. So, if you'd like for me to take a look at your website, just fill out the form at ramblinjackson.com slash web review and we'll send you a personalized review of your website with some tips on things that you can improve. Check out our show notes for a link to that and now let's get into the conversation with Robert. All right, so right now we are at the top of what? Where are we right we're now? In Winter Park. We're on top of the gondola. We're by the Sunspot Mountain Lodge. So, yeah. This is this is pretty good. It's a Wednesday, and we are skiing with Jessica Winkler and Andy and your dad. Living the dream. Uh, we are. I love skiing on, especially on a weekday. There's no one here. It's always a good time. So. so one of the fun things about going skiing is learning about people. So tell us a little bit. You're on some sort of board or a yeah, committee? Or I just what? joined the Chun Board, which is the Capitol Hill United Neighborhood. So it's kind of like the... Uh, the neighborhood association that helps represent the neighborhoods on the government. So we attend different city board meetings, um, public transportation. Uh, we give our opinion on different public projects, such as like, uh, you know, uh, public transit, bike lanes, uh, different things like that. So. And so it sounds like you're an advocate of bike lanes. I am an advocate of bike lanes. I, I mean, I grew up in Minnesota and driving along, we had the Greenway. It was a fully plowed highway for bikes. And I could actually beat my friends going somewhere in Minneapolis on my bike than they could in their car. And I loved that lifestyle. And Denver's a little different, so, um, but where I live is kind of the oldest neighborhood and one of the only walkable neighborhoods in Denver, so I kind of advocate pretty hard for walkability and different things like that, so, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That is one of the things that I noticed in Boulder when I moved here was the bike lanes and, yeah. and everything, and it's convenient if you're a cyclist. It's it's terrifying if you don't have it. Yes, it's really scary. It's a little scary in Denver. There's just, like, certain roads where, like, there's a bike lane. I'm like, it's a 50-mile-per-hour highway. Like, I don't know if I'm going to bike on that, but... I'm pretty brave, and I'm, you know what I mean, if you almost hit me, I'll, I'll give you the death glare, so that's kind of, <laughs> but I like to bike. So you, you did a great job at the Pro Green Expo. How how was it? How was your first time live? It was really good. Live I really stage? enjoyed it. I was surprised how much I enjoyed speaking, and um, yeah, there's some things I got to work on, but it was fun. It was kind of like there's little challenges. I don't know. There's just a lot of different dynamics that I haven't done in a while of just like public speaking to a crowd and but it was really fun. Really yeah, it's kind of like doing stand-up comedy. Like, I don't know if you watch a lot of stand-up on YouTube. Yeah. But, you know, seeing people get heckled. Yeah. <laughs> I did get heckled I, at I, one point. I wouldn't say that you were exactly heckled, but there, yeah, there was somebody who... <laughs> really wanted if, to tell me some stuff. Yeah, he, like, he, ah! that guy had a lot to say. <laughs> he did. And, you know, you did a good job of, of yeah. keeping answering his questions. jerky, and yep. that seemed to shut him up. So I was you know, like, here's a snack. <laughs> that's the reason why we give people jerky is... 
to shut them up. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, sometimes, sometimes it has it has that effect. What are you seeing as we head into the spring when you're talking with people? So for people who are listening, yeah. you're a senior landscape marketing strategist. So you help people design their marketing plan and figure out their strategy and what what's going on. What are you seeing as we head into spring yeah. 2024? I think road mapping is really important, just like laying out the customer journey. I mean, you're building a website maybe, or you have a website. How do you want them to go through that website? I mean, what roadblocks are they facing? Most people I talk to don't even know what roadblocks they're facing. I mean, I ask, hey, what happens when I fill out your thank you page? Does it send me an email? Send me a text message? Most of the people I meet with don't know. Um, so we do it in front of them, and it does trigger an email, and it says certain things. So it's just like, what is your process? Are you road mapping? How do you lay out when someone is interested all the way to becoming a customer? And are they facing, I mean, is it easy to buy it, buy your design? Is it easy to pay you? Is it easy to sign up to talk to someone? Just like, what is your process and what is the goal of your website? And have you laid it out on paper and looked at it like a flow chart? So. Yeah, we're, we're starting to use flow charts and visuals and yeah. um, Jessica and I are looking into different tools for doing that but even drawing it out of yeah. like after they get this email they get this email like i think you can kind of keep it simple and i actually like using a whiteboard yeah um to do it yeah so. you and i are both paper and just kind of write it out people and the flowcharts are way easier on paper uh, we were working with alan he is in um carson city nevada and it was just really fun because it was just like he's like i don't know what happens and then we were typing in and we got the email that you would get if you filled out his contact form and we kind of looked at the content you're like wow it'd be so much easier if we set up the next step here or this email tells them what's coming next and like just those simple tweaks of hey we can change the 15 words on this email to make your life easier and make the customer's life easier well and you know so i recently had to hire a roofing company unfortunately yes <laughs> yeah. you know, they're like you never want to hire super grateful that I found somebody yeah. and so I did find them on Google yeah. um, and then I realized one of our clients 24-7 restoration does some work like the yeah. lines kind of blurred with what they do so I yeah. texted Mike our client yeah. and and luckily he recommended actually the same company that I had picked from my Google search so I did kind of I was like hey Mike before I hire this other company do you do this and he's like yeah. no um, so I contacted that company and they did a good job they did some of the stuff that you're talking about they sent me a text message they sent me an email and I think um, people talk about losing on price mm -hmm. stuff like that I think those little moments after that the people contact you are really important Final. and you can <laughs> automate so much of it because I think part of the reason why homeowners get three bids mm -hmm. is because they don't hear back from the first person they contacted. I completely agree. It's just like that first few minutes, it kind of defines is this whole thing, this whole getting my roof done, my whole getting my backyard redone, is this going to be easy or is it going to be hard? And if that first step is difficult, complicated or uncomfortable, I mean, I'm going to assume the rest of the experience is going to be the same and I'm going to go. But if I start with a good email that triggers and sends to me and tells me what's coming next and answers some of my big questions and un kind of gets rid of my big fears right away. Now I'm like, well, they are already doing a great job of communicating with me. I have a feeling that the rest of this process is going to be great. And that's kind of how trust is built. You know, yeah. you do something and you do it how you say you're going to do it and you do it again and again and again. Now I'm just going to assume everything I do with that company is going to be easy. It's going to be like this. So yeah, I think it really make or breaks the sale. Um, I, I think it does too, <laughs> because also when you 
when you don't hear back from people and then you end up contacting several, you kind of forget the name of the other companies. Yeah. Like you you're like, other wait, other name. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so getting, even getting an email that's like, Hey, thanks for contacting Jack's landscapes. Yeah. We're going to call you today. Yeah. Like, Oh, okay. Jack's landscapes. Like it's one more little thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned the trust thing. I mean, I think sometimes people think that, I mean, sales is all about trust, yeah. but, but, and, and the digital stuff doesn't replace your need to do a good job and show up on time and like be you. Mm-hmm. I think it just assists you. It makes it yeah. easier. It like it, you show up with a little bit of trust already in the bank when you have this automation set up. I completely agree. I think that's a funny thing is people always compliment my emails of like, Hey, I'm going to see you tomorrow. If anything's changed, text me. And I'm backed up by so much automation that I have some of this little bit of time to like, this person needs that little personal touch or it's not like I have to do build, rebuild the, what is it? You know, rebuild the wheel, rebuild the wheel. Thank you. (laughs) Reinvent the wheel. (laughs) Reinvent the wheel. Every single email. Yeah, exactly. No, I just need to tweak it or make it a little special for this person. It's so much easier to do that when you don't have to rebuild the wheel for every single person. You're like, this person's a little bit more like this. So I know I can pivot my strategy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's one thing for people listening that you can take away from this is like, what happens? Fill out the form on your own website. This is something that we do for people. Like what happens? Does anyone get an email? Sometimes you get the default, like, contact form yeah. like you get an email subject line that says contact thank form you for submitting. Someone yeah thank will get in touch yeah, with you shortly yeah so so that's like an easy it's inexpensive show question it's an inexpensive <laughs> thing that can make a big difference in that sale we were at green and growing and jamie and i were working the booth and i was just like my number one question was like when someone fills out your thank you form what happens do you know and i would say i don't think a single person can answer my question well i i can tell you i mean we do we audit we've audited at this point i've i've done hundreds yeah. of paid audits and i've looked at thousands and most websites don't have a thank you page mm-hmm. and so that's simply when someone fills out the form it shows a thank you page and that page. So right now yep. we're actually, we're going to see Dan Kennedy together. Yep. I'm really excited. So excited he's <laughs> my favorite marketing author. And um, I studied very carefully while I was buying the tickets. Yeah. Like I like, seriously, I took like an hour yeah. to buy. I'm not even kidding. And yeah, I was I, just studying thank you pages. in his <laughs> thank you pages. So I get to this one thank you page and it had it was a long form thank you page. So it was the second, like, it was like, I was about to buy the tickets and it was like, you get this bonus and this bonus and this bonus. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I get all of this extra stuff. And it just made filling out the form like a no brainer. Yeah. So I think it's also just like when you buy an airline ticket, it's not like you click one button, you're going to click six buttons. So you mean we're trained, you have my attention. And I always talk about like, if I'm filling out your contact form, I've made a decision. I've decided to fill out this form, which means something's happening. So you have my attention. You may only have it for a few minutes, but if it just says, thank you for filling out this form, someone's getting in contact with you late. Someone could be, my child could start crying. Something could happen. And my attention's somewhere else completely. But if you can use these three, five, eight minutes i mean dan kennedy's good he can keep you for like six or seven minutes <laughs> um but you mean on a landscaping website even just setting up that next step communicating so they can go oh honey don't worry this is what's coming next or you can communicate yeah what's happening and what's next in the process well to other the people. oh honey thing is very relevant because yeah. i don't know like with the roof thing like kara like it was like all right jack yeah. you're good at vetting people <laughs> and like yeah. searching them and finding terrible things and <laughs> disqualifying them and like finding the good so i yeah. do that i went down the rabbit hole and I've vetted. Um, 
but getting to the point of, hey, I've contacted someone, like, we're good. Because yeah. we literally had a, le- a leaky roof. Yeah. So, like, getting to the point of having an appointment was, yeah. like, Kara's like, hey, did you did you get somebody yet? And I was like, yes. Yes. I, I did. It's kind of similar with me and Andy because it's funny because <clears throat> I'm very decisive and Andy's a little more wishy-washy, but he always wants to know what's coming. So when he's like, well, you found someone, what's going to happen next? And if I can't answer that question, it just makes my life more difficult. Like now Andy feels like he's in the gray zone and doesn't know if he wants to do the decision. And I'm like, so if I know what's coming, it's like, this is what we're, we do have a roofer coming and this is they're coming next Tuesday and this is the thing that we need to prepare for yeah. and that really just alleviates his fear and my fear and my issues and it makes my life so much easier so when a client or a service that I'm buying does that it's just so I don't know I, we always joke about this it's so hard to buy other things because I'm like filled out a form and there wasn't any email and now I can't do anything and yeah. oh my god I should sell marketing these people <laughs> yes, but, you, uh, yeah. yeah it does kind of ruin your experience yeah buying stuff is hard because I'm obsessive over sales process and yeah. yeah it's just what I like and I don't know it's probably my favorite part of Ramblin' Jackson is helping people kind of figure out the roadmap and the strategy and well so I, I think that how you sell and your sales process differentiates you alone oh, like so even if you're just like good at the basic stuff of like following up sending that yeah. email sending a text sending a phone call like yeah. people will buy from you more yeah. than if you're the best landscape designer in the country but you yeah. don't like follow up with people yeah and jeremy miller is that his name right uh i think milner milner okay you just said it's like i saw one of his posts it was like salespeople who care about solving people's problems so it's just like you I mean part of that problem is that unknown that uncomfort uncomfort so i know a lot of people want to help people but you also need to think about how you can help them alleviate that fear early and make them feel comfortable and they'll be so much easier making decisions and you'll well, be able to yeah i think them. i think the first feeling is like oh i've got someone yeah so i'm like kind of like oh i've got a roof yes. coming that's so true like i know oh this person responded they did all the right things like i feel there's like that stress leaves you're like i got someone like when kara asks you do you have someone for the roof? And you get I'm to like, say yes. Okay, I've got someone. <laughs> They've got, they have 140 Google reviews. <laughs> yep. And uh, one of my clients. Yep. That's a good one. Yes, yeah, now like, you're, you're. I'm good. Yep. And they're coming. And every once in a while, those people disappoint, but most of the yeah. time, those are good. First, hey, yeah, I filled out 20 forms and no one's got back to me. And that's a real experience. That happened when I was trying to hire a painter. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's happened to me hiring people too. And then, like, and then, like five days later, people called me yeah. about the painting, and I was, I was like, like, "We're done. What, like, <laughs> what are like, you doing? Are you, are you one of the nine people I called?" I'm like, "I yeah." yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks, thanks yeah, for for the chat. Fun. Thanks for taking um, me skiing. Yeah. So, so don't be one of the nine painters who doesn't reply. <laughs> yes. And you're gonna do great. Yeah. And, fill out and, your contact form and see what it does. <laughs> see if it sends an email, a text message, does nothing. Yeah. Fill out your Try own it. website. Oh, and respond, also, tell us what it does. So. <laughs> tell us, and if you want us to look at it, we can do a website review video for you yeah. at ramblinjackson.com/webreview. We'll put a link in the in the description. We'll we'll fill it out for you. See what happens. Thanks so much for checking out today's podcast. 
there are some key things that you should have in place on your website ahead of this spring to generate hell yes customers when they're on your website. So let us record a website review video. Just go to ramblinjackson.com slash web review and we'll send you a personalized screencast video of things you're doing well and some things that you can improve that'll generate better results for your landscape company. Check it out at ramblinjackson.com slash web review and see our show notes for a link. My name is Jack Justice, and I look forward to talking to you next week on the Landscaper's Guide podcast. Uh-huh.